Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Opinion or Opportunity. I am your host, Don Gringo. So today we're going to be getting into, obviously, Michelle Obama's plea. We're going to get into Joe Biden gaffes again. Um, we're going to get into a little bit more about the Obama administration, um, Eric Holder specifically, uh, and how you know, everyone's going after A.G. Barr. But I think everyone forgets that you know, Eric Holder wasn't a lifetime ago. I mean, he was just the last administration. Um, I want to get into, you know, what I what I said was going to happen was, you know, Trump was going to come out of this and try to take the coronavirus issue and make it his. You know, um, I said this in the last episode, you know, under my um, Trump conspiracy theory, go watch it. I, I called this. And of course, you know, you have CNN coming out after him and, you know, Fredo's coming strong. So we're going to we're going to get into it. So before I do that, uh, this time I'm going to give you the alarm. This is your opportunity to leave before you get offended. Here we go. So before we get into this, I just want to say thank you to everybody. The love and support you've been giving me has been great. Um, we have reached in just over a month uh, our 100 plus subscribers. I will do a video on that more specifically, but I do want to say thank you. Now, I know that there is 75% of the people who watch this video that don't subscribe. Um, I would appreciate it if you did. Um, hit the notification bell. I would uh, like to get to the thousand subscribers uh, to help make this channel better, obviously. Um, we have a long ways to go to get there, but any and all support is appreciated, and I will do a separate video on that uh, tomorrow. So let's get into it, shall we? So first things first. So Michelle Obama comes out, and she does this whole thing. This is CNN. This is as of today, no, earlier today, um, doing a plea to the people, right? So here we are, says former First Lady Michelle Obama made her closing message to the Americans in a campaign video released less than a month before Election Day saying President Donald Trump and his allies are stoking fears about black and brown Americans to win the election and call the president's actions morally wrong and racist. Um... Quote, but right now the president is allies are trying to tap into frustration and distract from his heartbreaking failures by giving folks someone to blame other than them. Now, she's talking about the Black Lives Movement and other movements as well. Uh, they're stoking, uh, quote again, they're stoking uh, fears about black and brown Americans, lying about how minorities will destroy the suburbs, whipping up violence and intimidation. And they're pinning it all on what's been an overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly peaceful movement for racial solidarity. I just, I just, I'm so, I'm pinche bendejos, bendejos everywhere. I don't care who you are. If your head has been in the sand, shame on you. There is no way you're going to tell me that these rallies have been peaceful. Not all of them. Now, a lot of it has. I'm not going to say there's not. But if you're going to turn around and call out the cops for a lot of bad uh, for a few bad apples, then we need to do it here as well. This whole thing about the last debate and Joe Biden saying Antifa is just an idea. Antifa doesn't insult people. And I assume you know, a day doesn't insult people. Antifa does. Right. And 
and this is true. You know, BLM and you know some of these more um, stronger, say, portions of their movements. Right now, you can say this about any movement. You know, so for instance, the the Republicans have the right wing, and the the Democrats have the left wing. We get it. Everyone's got it. But if you're going to call out one, you got to call out the other. And that's what the Democrats have failed to do until September 1st when Joe Biden came out and said enough's enough. So didn't Nancy Pelosi all on September 1st. So we're talking just over a month ago while cities burned, stores and businesses shuttered, people's livelihood and most of it in the minority community. So for this woman to come out now all of a sudden that we're stoking fears. Sorry, it's a fact. It's a fact, period, the end. So get over it, woman. I know you're having your mental breakdown, probably emptiness syndrome. You came out with the whole suffering from depression. Go take a pill, see your therapist, whatever you got to do. But you can stop lying now, right? So what she says here, so, quote, so what the president's, uh, president is doing, once again, is patently false. Anyone that lives near Portland or any of the other um, areas that have been riddled with rioting and looting knows the statement to be false. Okay, she's patently false. Okay, and this is where, again, we have a problem with this is someone who I think is out of the limelight. I think she suffers from Trump syndrome. I think she was first lady, loved the attention. Ever since she's been out, she cannot hack not having it. She doesn't have her kids in the home. They're off in college. The woman doesn't know what to do with herself. Get a hobby. Don't know what to tell you. Okay. But what she comes out and says, which is absolutely crazy, is that like Joe Biden isn't racist here. Well, Joe Biden and Robert Byrd, a former KKK, high-ranking KKK member, have had photographs taken. I think he even spoke at the guy's funeral. Okay, so, and even his his vice president nominee came out on a debate stage and said how poor, how bad she was hurt, that he supported segregationists and this, that. And come on, come on. Okay, so for Michelle Obama to come out there and do this, I've, I said this, Check my past episodes that Kamala Harris was the one propped up by the Biden uh, Obamas. She failed miserably, miserably. Okay. And then uh, when uh, Bernie Sanders was going to win the nomination, they propped up Joe Biden. And of course, everyone knows Joe's health's not there. Everyone can see Joe isn't what he used to be. So no one expects him to finish out his first term. He's already said he ain't going for a second term. He's been saying yes forever. So we all know they're trying to put in Kamala Harris. So there she is. And then she comes out and says, well, you know, it was just campaigning. So you're a prosecutor. You lied. You're lying then or you're lying now. Either way, you're just a liar. Let's just put it out there. OK, so this is Joe Biden gaffing again. Right. So this is Joe Biden as of yesterday, as of yesterday, um, gaffing again. And it's just hard to sit there and think that anybody, anybody can take this, this person uh, seriously. Listen. Because the American public, the blinders have been taken off. They've all of a sudden seen a hell of a lot clearer. They've seen, geez, the reason I was able to stay sequestered in my home is because some black woman was able to stack the grocery shelf. <laughs> this guy can't just stop putting, opening his mouth and sticking that foot right down his goddamn throat. I just don't get it. 
So this is the guy that came out. If you ain't, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. And now he just can't keep the word black out of his mouth. Not African American. If someone came like me, came out there and kept using the word black, eventually it's going to offend someone. This guy who's been associated with racists, again, he's been in politics for 47 years. 47 years. You don't think in that time this guy has been around racist? Almost 50 decades, five decades. Come on. Now, all of a sudden, he's a saint. Stop lying to yourselves. Okay? I just don't get how you guys let this guy get away with it. So, Joe Biden, again, when it comes to the uh, debate, says um, Trump's verbal attacks on Biden and his debate no Tuesday night were abusive in more ways than one, yet Biden pressed on. So, this is the courier, and this was the courier back on October 2nd, right? I've been saying this all along. This guy is not running for president, really not running for president. He's not the one who's going to be making the choices. You can tell by on the debate stage how he flip-flopped on certain ideas by not giving it a standing. So far, it's not the Green New Deal. It's the Biden Green New Deal. Come on, stop it. It's the Green New Deal, brother. You haven't had an original idea. You've been plagiarizing for decades. We all know it. I showed it in previous episodes, okay, that... This guy doesn't have a leg to stand on. Now it's not universal health care. Now he wants to uh, you know, expand on Obamacare, which in itself, even Obama came out and said it wasn't the perfect solution that we knew we were going to have to get something out there and then tweak it as we go along. That was going to be crap up front, but hopefully down the road better. Seriously, the guy himself, who it's named after, Obamacare, even said that when he came out, it was not what it was meant to be. It's just a fact. He gave the interview. He gave. It's, it's it. You can find it. It's on Google. It's on YouTube somewhere. But it's on Google. You can Google it. So this guy right here has no leg to stand on. He keeps moving more towards the center. And I think at some point his progressive uh, wing of the Democrats are going to really have to question him. Because neither him nor Kamala were left wingers uh, at all in their whole career. Now all of a sudden they are. And I think it's just to get votes. But an interesting thing has been coming up was, you know, a lot of people, well, we're going to impeach uh, Attorney General Barr and this, that, and the other thing. How Attorney General Barr has been acting as the president's attorney. You know, people forget that Eric Holder was a shitty attorney general, right? A shitty attorney general. Period. The end. And that's just a fact. So this is the Time Magazine article, right? This was Time magazine article and uh, this was back in like 2014 so he had his own issues but what's interesting is you know obviously we talk about how early on his tenure Holder uh, told Congress that the federal agents wouldn't raid and arrest proprietaries of medical marijuana dispensaries that they were complying with state laws so basically yeah it was a federal crime he wasn't going to step in probably you know one of those things where attorney generals are supposed to act on federal law and not enforce, pick and choose what they want. They're basically being judges, right? Despite the positive actions, refusing to enforce the Defense of Marriage Act, right? He Again, this is where he's picking and choosing. And then everyone's on Attorney General Barr. Um, in 2012, he was held in contempt by a bipartisan vote. Both parties, 
bipartisan vote in the House of Representatives for refusing to testify about the Fast and the Furious scandal. He went to go run to Obama, he, and he got executive privilege put over him. So he wouldn't have to testify. That's what he did. He ran to the president and said, protect my ass. And that's what happened here, right? Everyone keeps forgetting about this. But Fast and Furious involved government agents allowing illegal sales of guns. And we're talking like they, they lost track of 1,400 plus guns in Mexico to cartels that were later found at the scene of a murder of a Border Patrol agent, right? We all heard this. We all remember this. And everyone keeps thinking it's a lifetime ago. It wasn't a lifetime ago. Um, we can go on here. But what's interesting is how they end the article. It says, yet exactly how Eric Holder had believed during his time in office, Holder exists to protect the president and his policies. Worse still, his successor will almost certainly take up exactly where he leaves off. And that is true. So, you know what? Tired of hearing about this A.G. Barr being the, the president's attorney. Eric Holder was the president's attorney, period. Time magazine. We're not talking a very conservative magazine here. They do lean left on a lot of things. Calling this man out. And this was back in like 2014. What are you expecting to happen today in 2020? Six years later. We really need to come together and bring it back in. I've been saying it for a long time. The centrists are what's going to make everything work here. We need to come back together. We need to turn around and remember that talking, negotiating, compromising is really where we got to the point where we are today. Today. And we need to get back there. The right wing kept us ultra conservative on certain issues. The left wing kept us you know, moving forward faster on some certain issues. And then the middle is really where everything was decided. And we're letting far right and far left have way too much power and control. And it, that is what's making this country very divisive. Truly very divisive. So I called it in the Trump conspiracy. I said, I don't know if Trump gave it to himself on purpose, the COVID-19. But he was going to come out of it because and, and come out of it strong and looking good. And he was going to take the whole coronavirus COVID-19 issue away from Biden because the treatments work. He's 74 years old. He's overweight. He has cholesterol. He has everything else under the sun. And this man spent like a week in the hospital, comes out and he's back in office. He's doing his job. He never was not doing his job. Walter Reed has a whole wing dedicated to the president and being able to perform his duties while having you know, anything done from a minor to a major. So, you know, it's, it's absolutely crazy. So everyone's coming out against him. So here's Fredo, Chris Cuomo. I was just talking nice about this guy, saying I think he might be turning himself around. This is the same guy who turned around and told you the media is not your friend. That's what he said. Media is not your friend. And we caught him, Right. We called him Coach and Cohen on what to say and when. So this is this is Chris Cuomo, Fredo, Fredo Cuomo talking. There he is, hair blown majestically, reshooting the scene for his own ad. I hold rallies and I tell you to ignore masks and I rip mine off as I vanquish the virus because I am a leader. Fear not, COVID. What a bunch of bullshit. What a bunch of bullshit, he says, right? So 
No, this guy's had more scandals this year than anyone. But Chris Cuomo, who the hell is he to talk about the president? And again, you know, it's not that I'm a Trump fan, but I've just been calling this stuff left and right. And people have just got to give credit where credit is due. I mean, I'm, I'm reading between the lines. I'm seeing it. I'm calling it. And here we are with Chris Cuomo, though. Chris Cuomo, and this is an article back on April 21st of this year, right? Chris Cuomo and CNN stage a fake coronavirus resurrection. Right here, right? And this is the, the Washington Examiner. And basically, right here, it says uh, Cuomo had previously admitted that he broke quarantine on Easter Sunday to take his wife and children to look uh, at an underdeveloped property in East Hamptons. This is where he got into the argument with the bicyclists who called him out and said, you have COVID, you're not supposed to be around people, period. And here we are today, same thing, right? Washington Examiner. And this is of, as we see here, April 20th, not the 21st. And this is another article where they call him out, right? Chris Cuomo, who announced on March 31st that he has uh, the coronavirus, broke quarantine on Easter Sunday. So on the 31st, he tells everyone he's got coronavirus. And shortly there later, he breaks it and he goes out for a drive with his family to the Hamptons. And then he gets confronted by a bicyclist saying, you know, you're not supposed to be out here. You're infecting people. These are the these are the media sources that people are listening to and getting their news from. And it's hard for me. It's hard for me to sit here and believe that people can still watch CNN and not think at this point it's tabloid. The one person who on CNN, who should not be talking about this, is Chris Cuomo. He has his own scandal on this. He broke protocol, and then he comes and shows, oh my God, that I, I, I'm resurrecting from the basement. What did he say? This is what he said as he's coming up from the basement on April 20th, where he's already broke protocol on Easter Sunday. All right, here it is. The official re-entry from the basement. Cleared by CDC, a little sweaty, just worked out, it happens. Cleared by the CDC, official first time leaving the basement. And he's calling bullshit on the president. I'm calling bullshit on the media because this is how the media likes to play it. This is your media. This is, if you watch CNN, this is what you get. Period. The end. That's why they've tanked in their ratings for so long. It's because they do this shit. And they got these type of anchors pulling these type of stunts. Right? So, of course, when, when you look at it, you know, Jim Acosta, he's another, he's another piece of work. Here's the Washington Times. Jim Acosta, um, in this particular article, this is today, October 6th. CNN's Jim Acosta dubs Trump coronavirus in chief. Pull, now, Pumpkin and uh, Patient Zero, whatever. Dude, this is CNN again. How does anyone take, you know, the problem here is they're setting a precedent that even if Biden wins, what are you going to do? The Trump train for you is going to be over. The only thing you have to talk about with your liberal base is going to be gone. And then what are you going to tout? All of Biden's good stuff that he ain't going to be able to get done anyway because the Senate's going to be there. I don't think the Senate's going to flip. They won in the midterms prior for, for running on the Supreme Court. Now they're running again on the Supreme Court. I don't think they're going to lose seats here.
So then what? Joe Biden ain't going to get nothing done. They're going to blame it on the Republican Senate. But at least with CNN, with Trump, there's always a scandal. There's always something going on. They're going to cover for this guy. There's going to be nothing newsworthy. They're going to have to try to actually produce some news all of a sudden. And I think it's going to bite him in the ass. That's just me. The, the, the gravy train is over if, if Trump does an office for CNN. I don't know what they're going to do because all they're going to do is bash Senate Republicans. And that's, you know, instead of bashing one person, they're going to try to bash a bunch. And it's only going to make them look worse and worse and worse because you can't just keep bashing on people. So this is the last one I want to talk about. Facebook removes Trump posts that compared to COVID-19, uh, compares COVID-19 to the flu. Everyone's been saying with COVID-19 that, you know, yes, it's it's deadly. It has things, but the flu can be, pneumonia can be. I mean, let's face it. I mean, it is what it is. Um, but this also goes to show you just how much media influences our daily life and what they're doing to turn around and guide you the way they want to guide you. They don't want to tell you the truth and let you think for yourself. They, they're going to think for you. They don't think you're capable. Where, obviously, I think you're capable. And I think there's a lot of independent people who think you're capable. And now, again, not a Trump supporter, not a Trump-trained person. Have a hard time with everyone bashing the man when he's done more action. Not saying it's been the proper action, but he's done more action while in office than a lot of presidents. Um, and, you know, when it goes back to the race thing, I'm just going to wrap this up with this. What did Obama do for race? What did Obama do for race? He did nothing for race. He didn't bring a country together. I didn't feel like he brought the country together. Not because I'm white. My wife is a straight up Mexican immigrant with a green card. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not sitting there, uh, on the, on the, uh, right wing side of this at all. But it wasn't like he was sitting there uh, spending his whole time bringing a country together under one banner, one flag, one ideology. And he did a lot of dirty shit, too. It's just the mainstream media played it the way they wanted to to cover up him. That's, that's it. And you see the big difference here. So we're going to wrap it up with that. Thank you again for being here. Tomorrow I'm going to do something a little different. Um... We're going to try to do um, a thank you episode and how, how we got to where we're at. Again, please, if you're, if you're hearing this, uh, follow and share. If you're seeing this, please subscribe. Hit the notification bell and share it. Most importantly, share it. I want people to get this out. I want to grow the community. Again, 75% uh, of people who watch my stuff are not subscribed. It would help us uh, grow the channel um, to get it, you know, get to the 1,000 and, and beyond subscribers. Um, yeah, but honestly, thank you for what you've done so far. And I look forward to growing and going down this journey with you. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.